This is Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute 9. Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim vs. the Minute podcast, a show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World one minute at a time. Introducing Dave Castile, he has issues. <laughs> and I, I knew you were going to use it with one of us, I just wasn't <laughs> sure which one. <laughs> and Sam Brown, who personally rocks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we, do we rock as a unit? Do you? Yeah, we Good all question. do. <laughs> uh, this is... Um, the ninth minute of the film, which starts at about 8.01 up to 9. Uh, we pick up with Scott and I having just finished playing Ninja Ninja Revolution and the countdown to continue. The game is playing on the screen with uh, Scott gesturing towards the game, asking Nice to put in more quarters. Because Scott doesn't have quarters or, or whatever the uh, Canadian equivalent is. I think it's still a quarter. Is it, yeah. is it a quarter? Yeah. Yes. Yes. They, they still use dollars. It's all the same. Um, so, so I don't we, know things. So we get a lot of Scott and Knives time here. Uh, seeing what they do in their day. Well, what what a date entails. Literally a minute. <laughs> in a minute. We get 60 seconds of Scott and Knives time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get them uh, having just gotten pizza. It looked like a Little Caesars. Or it said pizza, pizza on it. And uh, going to the Goodwill Yeah, I was store. trying to read the thing. And I think it was like the phone number before it. Mm-hmm. Um it, like nine seven eleven seven eleven or something like that. Interesting. Night indicated at the beginning, mm-hmm. or in the first minute, that um, you know someone compared one scene to another. Yep. Uh, like of the real street and the street from the movie. This is that that scene. Yeah. So this is like a real street in Toronto, the same pizza store in the background, and uh, used in the comic. Because uh, uh, no, just like the like real life, like not oh, okay. really dressed up. In the background, uh, one of the trivia is in the background behind the pizza shop. The store behind it is called Honest Ed's, which is a store uh, which Scott and Todd battled in within the book. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, the come in and get something. Um, I don't know. We haven't was, met Todd yet. But, uh, it, yes. Oh, yeah. 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 I was trying to figure out what it said. Come in and get. Something, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it's a Honest Ed's department yeah. store. Is it's also noteworthy that, um, just like Scott uh, indicated to Knives that she had to pay to continue the game, uh, Scott does not have pizza. Right, he had a bottle yeah. of soda he, he, he or something? Like a, a soda. He has a Coke Zero. Yep. Was it Coke Zero? It's, it's a Coke Zero. Because <laughs> that's what he drinks, is Coke Zero. Right. Um, um, but I, I, I think this is another case which we see a lot of, of Scott not being able to afford anything because he doesn't have a job. Correct. Yeah. Doesn't pay rent. Doesn't uh, doesn't contribute much other than just being himself. <laughs> He's just there. So they're at the uh, Goodwill store. Knives telling Scott she hasn't listened to much music, but his band rocks. And, well, uh, she's saying that she doesn't know many people who play music. She knows people who play piano, but not who are like in a band. Yes. Yes. And and. Scott needs to take the compliment, and this is going into what I was saying in future episodes about the uh, little uh, inadequacies and trying to put it on him. Was uh, they tries to take the compliment and direct it to himself? Actually, there's several of these in the 
in the minute and the next minute where he's just saying, you know, I personally rock. Um, but I didn't think the band rocked as a unit. But he did say thank you. Yep. But trying to make it about him. Well, he didn't say I didn't think. He says I uh I I, I never suspected know. we rocked. Yeah, I never suspected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a little different. Yeah. Semantics. <laughs> <laughs> it all it all matters. But I like the shifting of the scenes uh, where it's like they're walking from the pizza shop and the, and the scene actually shifts. We're on like a different street where they're going to the Goodwill place, but it makes it look like a fluid movement the way the camera kind of pans quickly and then uh, shifts from there to them in the music store, which is where we'll, we'll probably have the bulk of our conversation here. Lots going on in this music and store. Just, just before we get there, I like the music in the background here, mm-hmm. like the really upbeat uh cheery female vocals that are going on through these three scenes it felt like it was going to be a montage at first when the scene starts and he shows them walking away from the pizza place i felt like oh we're going to get a montage here of them just kind of showing us through through the day day, as opposed to getting the actual dialogue that we get but yeah Yeah. we shift into the music store with uh nice continuing to say that uh sex babam is going to be huge and uh, Scott again plays it off that uh, thinking, well, we're already pretty big, but it'd be cool if you know, cool people wore our T-shirts. Cool. <laughs> Which I I didn't really realize was kind of a a knowing look, like it would be cool if yeah. you wore our T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll get into her shirts yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> I know there's good stuff with that. We're introduced to another character, uh, Julie Powers. Has who issues. has issues and is 22 years old. Uh, plays such a great character in this film. The the sarcastic, I hate everything and everyone. She is one of my favorite characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like most of them. But right. she stands out to me. <laughs> I mean, this is almost something like out of Clerks with you know a, a customer asking something that actually should be quite obvious to figure out on their own without needing right. a... Navy SEALs. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, asking... Uh, Julie, you know, is there, do they have anything from the Clash of Demonhead, which band we've been already introduced to involving Scott's ex? And she tells having, her sarcastically, have you even looked in the section, you know, part? Having worked in a music store yep. for, you know, years, granted this was decades ago, but people do that. Right. Um, you know, I, we, my uh, friends and I that still talk there about people coming and going, how do you spell D light? Um, and, uh, Start with, with D. a D. Um, <laughs> you could go so from there. People do that. People are weird in music stores. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely tell Scott does not like Julie and uh, would like her to just go away. <laughs> yeah. The way he says thank you. Uh, yeah, you don't thank need to talk you, to Julie. her. Thank you, Julie. Without actually moving his lips or jaw. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and then uh, she uh, says, uh, Are you going to be at my party? Right. Friday night. He's still invited. (laughs) You do get the impression they don't like each other, but he's still invited. Yeah, they're all part of that. She tags that with, or are you going to be babysitting? Right. Going to be dramatic pause, babysitting. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. There's a lips in there somewhere. (laughs) Just where he thanks her again as if to say, just shut up and leave us alone. Yeah. uh, Thank you. Tells Knives to not listen to her, which is where Knives picks up the, uh, the Clash of Demon Head CD. And he's like, yeah, and takes it out of her hands and throws it aside, saying, uh, yeah, and don't listen to that either. 
was it's interesting to note that when you see the cd you also hear beeping in the background from the store yep like an alarm of sorts and where the cd lands where the cd lands is, is significant <laughs> on uh on the uh, beck section of cds <laughs> so yep uh beck doing much of the music for the film so uh and then the scene kind of rolls with uh knives saying that uh you know she hearts them so much i haven't heard oh, people and, say uh, that in years just a quick step back when when she's pulling the cd out from the rack the mm-hmm. clash of demon head cd the other bands you see just to the right of it are uh converged contrived in constantinople oh, nice i and missed that like the the con- i think converge is a real band i don't know i don't know yeah. it sounds like a name but the, i like the contrived Right. <laughs> like this scene is a little contrived. <laughs> also, Constantinople. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, it, it, the scene kind of ends with uh, Scott saying he hearted them too once. Um, that, that line is where the minute ends. Uh, other comments? I, Dave, I, um, I was interested in your experience in uh, music stores, uh, knowing you'd worked in record shops. Uh, anything else uh, to, to pick out of there that, because it was filmed um, in a real music store, real record store, and Michael Sarah admitted to buying a lot of albums while he was there during that scene yeah the the um i mean i noticed the cd the the clash at demon head was in a cardboard sleeve in a what's called a keeper mm-hmm. uh, a security keeper or whatnot at first i was like oh why is this one's in a keeper and none of the other ones are mm-hmm. uh but it's because it's in a cardboard sleeve almost like it's a self-made uh right type deal it's very inexpensively produced so they would put it into a keeper more so for protection of it than anything. Um, and the ability to steal it would be very easy. So. Sam, anything you, you got out of this minute? Uh, well, I also got the, the trivia note that Clash at Demon Head uh, comes from the Nintendo game Clash at Demon Head from 1990 mm-hmm. and also plays off uh, the punk band The Clash. Yeah, a lot of uh, Nintendo references throughout the film. And we we mentioned about Beck. We we talked about this a lot earlier, mm-hmm. but just as a reminder, uh, Beck wrote the song Ramona and uh, he the Sex Bob-omb songs. For, for all intents and purposes, he's mostly credited with the soundtrack. Uh, right. I mean, there was Metric and other ones in there, but... Yeah, there were some other bands yeah. I wrote that added songs for some of the other bands from the Battle of the Bands that come up, but uh, we yeah. will get there eventually. Uh, I, I like that we're still introducing characters and in, in, in setting up the world, though, through here. I mean, again, we're, we're only you know in the first nine, ten minutes of this film, so you know, if you watch <laughs> it straight through, not you know, this is, this is moving along pretty good, and we're analyzing it much slower. But uh, there's, it, what, what there is is there's so much coming um, in with uh giving you characters through interaction as opposed to exposition which is what i like because we've been introduced to julie and wallace and stacy all through interactions with scott and i do enjoy that so yeah it's like two minutes of how many characters yeah we've we've met a lot of characters in the last few minutes here and uh you know we've been doing these shows across you know it's gonna be listened to across days or whatever and but there's there's a lot going on in these minutes just to get the show uh, or the movie rolling. All right. Anything else to add? I just love this, this, this scene as, as this minute is ending, 
and uh, Scott and Nyes are walking out, you see um, uh, Julie in the background just watching them walk away. Glaring, yeah. yeah. Glowering, I think maybe yep. a better word. If there's a glower. Um, <laughs> what what yeah. is, is that? What's that? Uh, uh, up, 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 actress. Um, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What has she been in? What do I know her from? Because I've seen her a million times. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. It's a big right. one. But she's done a lot of movies that I I like her characters in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely plays the person that you'd be annoyed with in this one. So good on her. But again, it like she has a particular honesty about her, like a blunt, straightforward, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck sort of honesty. When you're right. Uh, and, and that, it, oh, that, I don't know if it's most that of the as other much as I have. hate everybody, honesty. Um well, I think she also has a thing for right. Scott, possibly. I, I was kind of wondering on that too, which because we kind of see it. Is there is there history there? Is there wanted history there? I mean, they're um, both twenty two, so we could assume maybe I mean, they know each other for years. Why would she be inviting someone she hates to her party? Right. That's a story for another day. Yeah, uh, yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's something to pay attention to when we get into that. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, if there's nothing else to add to this one, uh, we can uh, tell people how to contribute to the show. Dave, how can they find us? On Facebook at Scott versus Minute, on the Twitter at Scott versus Minute, and we are Scott versus the Minute at gmail.com. Uh, we're also Scott versus the Minute.com. Scott versus um, Minute. So, if you can remember <laughs> Scott versus Minute, there you go. You're good to go. Never break him of that. <laughs> There was no V. I put no V in there. I thought I heard one. All right. Well, no, no, I was good. I was good. That was last week or whenever I did that last minute. Whenever that was. Uh, Sam, how can they find you and I? You can find Brian and I reviewing obscure movies uh, on a podcast called Streaming Nonsense. We're at streamingnonsense.com. And Dave and I, you can find a podcasterbia.com for all your podcasterbia needs. You can also uh, check out moviesbyminutes.com for the various other films that are being reviewed in similar fashion to how we are looking at Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So that's going to do it for this Minute, Minute 9, and we will see you for Minute 10.